You're listening to PodcastJuice.net. One time I opened for the Rolling Stone. I got booed off the stage. Perhaps I should have played that shit. So, you know, we gotta talk about our boy. Because I got another... You probably, you probably, I don't know if you're beyond me with, with, with how much of a Prince appreciator you are. You probably, maybe, because you got a Prince podcast, bitch. Like, hell yeah, he must be. He got a whole podcast for this nigga. So, yes, you, you probably are. So, we got to, got to, got to oh, let's go get in. on our nigga, Prince. Yeah. Prince, Prince, because there's, there's a lot. I, I haven't talked about Prince much in a while so this would be good and you know there's several things happening in prince world no because prince's world is completely different than, than everybody else's world hope y'all understand there's there's a whole other stuff going on in his world than it is in our world there is a prince world and then there's our world <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's true um <laughs> but yeah right now like we, we have the third eye girl thing going uh, yeah what do you think? Oh, see, I think yeah, I, think I heard his reaction right there. <laughs> third Eye Ain't Girl. Ain't about Third Eye Girl? I, you know, I respect it. Right. I, I think yeah. it's time to just move on from that. Now they drop the album and yeah. go and get mm. back and get back to serious stuff. That's how I look at. It. I don't look at them as mm. the real print stuff. And this is no disrespect to those music- to them as musicians yeah, and, and people and stuff. But exactly. it's just like to me. That was a great diversion, and that's a little period. But I think he's been on that for way too long now. And either you're gonna drop the record or you're not. Get off the pot, right. man. Like when he's talking about the record, Prince does have a new record, World. You know, because again, you probably wouldn't know about it unless you're in Prince World, and it's called Plectrum Electrum. Mm-hmm. And he's had he had one listening party. If you because living in Minneapolis, I'd, I'd be so tempted to move to Minneapolis. <laughs> I know, right? It was too damn cold though. But I'm tempted so I can just be close enough because he's in a point now where he will fucking open up the park for people to come in and, at any given time. And so, you know, he's had a listening party for Petrum Electrum, but he, he also, he's had two. He's had a couple, yeah. He's had two. Open to the public. For, the second one was. I don't think the first one was open to the public, right? It wasn't. It was uh, like a listening I want to say it was, actually. I think there's been a couple that has been open to the public. I know one for a fact because he was charging for it. He was like mm-hmm. 10, 20 hours. You can come in and listen to it. And supposedly it sounds amazing, but he's very focused on the fact that he doesn't like MP3s. It's getting to prints that motherfuckers are listening to his music via MP3s. He doesn't like that, supposedly, um, at all. Like he's supposedly. really got a it. <laughs> he got a big old problem with it, supposedly. So <laughs> that he's not just releasing it like he could, because he don't want he wants people to he wants to figure out a way for people to hear it the way it should be heard. He says so. It's not like he got his hands too hard on it, overthinking, overanalyzing like Gemini's do. It's like niggas release stuff, folks to hear. But it's Prince, and we I got the most respect for Prince as a musician. When it comes to music, I, I I'm hey. What can you say if you if anything when it comes to music with Prince's uh resume and lineage you know you what can you say i don't know but he is the nigga is walking motherfucking music like right. sincerely you know but, I, yeah I, I don't think i can say about see to me then that mm-hmm. means that i guess prince you need to put together a special package that has studio headphones or studio speakers that huh? come with the album because right? how you sell it most motherfuckers are going to be listening to earbuds 
some, dude. some of those corny computer speakers or whatever. They're not gonna be, and they're gonna have, they're not gonna have the Paisley Park setup. So mm-hmm. that whole sort of explanation of I don't like MP3s. That's that's around the world. What you yeah. can do if you want to go to every fucking city or every major city and have uh, like a week of listening parties or two nights. We can. I'm going to be in New York two nights. You can come here pledge my lecture. I'm going to be in Cincinnati two nights. You can hear pledge I'm going to be in Florida. I'm going to be in LA again. Uh, whatever. And where you you play it out of some some tight motherfucking crazy ass speakers and people here because if you release it like he's saying it, it's gonna be I knew that's what I was <laughs> oh okay um if you do though release it it's gonna be heard like that and he knows that he's been releasing music for I don't know how long people are like he's just making up excuses here I don't know maybe he is this that that. Yeah. Fucking, fucking proud of this project where he just is like, mm, 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 I can't. I don't want people to hear it through it, earbud. You know, I think it is with Prince. <clears throat> I don't <clears throat> think he is that impressed with the project. I'm just going off of what I'm hearing from the listening parties. They seem to be changing the lineup of the songs. Some people, or some of the songs may have a girl singing and something. He's, he's kind of going back and forth. But what I think he's trying to figure out is a way that will pay full price for this record. And I think he is from he is from the, the era. He's because in order to release his his stuff, you, that's a good point. He's been kind of releasing it with a ticket live, or or, or, he does, or he doesn't want it to be broken a piece. Like now, you can buy one or two songs, or you don't have to buy it at all. But I think he wants to find a way that you are forced to pay, you know, whatever thirteen dollars for the yeah. entire thing, and you can't break it apart. Break so he only apart. gets simple mm-hmm. amount of money. Because I'll tell you this right now, for me. What I yeah. do, I do this thing. You know, I do go Google Play. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Google. I, I, I've had Google Play before on my phone. Yeah. So I, I do Google. Google. I play. I pay nine dollars ninety nine cents every month to Google. Every month, right? And I get all the music. I don't have to buy shit. And his new music be on there, and I haven't paid yeah. for it. And I know he's only getting pennies off of that. Right. And so I'm sure stuff like that and spot that probably pisses him off because he's it used to getting off. full. Mm-hmm you know dollar for his work and i think electrum electrum is is, he's in waiting he's looking for some way to say i don't want to put it on those marketplaces that we have so like he's talking about putting on a usb disc uh i don't know if you saw that story i did hear about that so they're looking to put it on that yeah you would be forced to buy the whole thing the whole thing and you'd be forced to have to listen to you know the whole thing which in in a a, and he's from a school which i appreciate too is a school that you listen to that whole album together because it's an experience instead of breaking shit up and throwing it into little it's cheapening it and i I talk about how internet is awesome but it cheapens a lot of experience it it cheapens Mm -hmm. life experience people throw shit up that they going through personally right this tweeting and all this stuff is cheapening everything so he's like, this is the cheapening of the experience of listening to this as a full album. Hmm. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting. I don't know if I would say, if I necessarily agree with the cheapening, I look at it like this. It'd be like, if you look back at, I'm going to take Michael Jackson example. Uh-huh. Michael Jackson blew up to the superstar status. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, if you remember this, Billie Jean on the Motown oh, yeah. 25 show. But yeah. it was such a captive audience that you couldn't see it anywhere else. And and there wasn't much you were going to be watching at TV at that time. This was the main thing to see. So it had the most impact because we didn't have a lot of options back then. We did. Exactly. You know, so things happen. Yeah. And so now, you know, Mm -hmm. you can't have that sort of penetration that you had back then. And, and and, uh, I say that to say is, you know, with technology and, 
as the gatekeepers leave, yeah, yeah it's going to open the door for anybody to come. It's open the door for us to do this podcast. You of know, course. Does that cheapen radio or does what well, takes true. the it impact? Can. It takes the impact that radio <laughs> it has. It can take impact because off. We have the it can choices. maybe oversaturate the market. But you know, of course, I'm thankful for it. Yeah. I do believe it cheapens things. I do. If I had to go through more, if I had a really low quality, you know, who might, who knows? I might have a low quality dumb shit show. But if I did, I can. I can do whatever I want. I can still put it out there. It used to be that you had to go through something, and I know that's a gate. That's kind of a gatekeeper <laughs> job. And I understand that that's not really, you know, uh, people don't really want a gatekeeper. Well, they might have deemed that, day or day. and they may have they may have deemed that you know your show or my show isn't worthy enough. There's Ain't not worth enough the shit. But yeah, you're exactly right. But now it. we can put it out regardless. Who gives yeah. a fuck? And and we and and listeners can decide that instead of there being some kind of committee or group of people that decides what should be listened to and what shouldn't. Yeah. And I think, you know, the greatness is always going to yeah. be the greatness. Prince is going to be true. great no matter what. They for mean. real. Like, yeah, Prince, for real. Don't be scared, nigga, because you, you're Prince, nigga. Exactly. Like, we can't take that away from you no matter how you release anything. Yeah. Okay. It can't be taken away from you. I understand what you're doing, but, it, you know, that's a good ass point because you can't fight growth or technological advancement. We can't fight that. You can work around it. You can find a way to work around it. USB sounds like you kind of fucking kind of brilliant okay yeah we can't break apart with usb and you have to buy the whole usb okay Te technology made prince possible right that's right i mean it did it, 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 it did. enabled him to you don't need to have a horn section i'll play this shit on the comp on the keyboard right. i can i don't need to have the drummer i can do these beats myself it enabled and him to be a one-man yes. artist right he he made now, his career course, he wants that. to make sure he has live horns like he has a huge horn section i think he got seriously yeah. about eight nine people that play just horns for him so but prince you've used a synthesizing artificial um sounds that were pre-recorded yourself and i'm and, and and it made it possible for you not to have to have to wait for anybody exactly. to tell you to be, do something you were able to have control over that and we know you like some damn control exactly so it's the same for any other person so i you know it's a lot of just kind of like paranoia print we know prince can be a little paranoid and <laughs> yeah, what, what was this thing called? Xenophobia that he used to have? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's the joy of being a Prince fan, y'all, is seriously, you will discover things. I've been a Prince fan for God damn, like, if we wanted to name how long we've been Prince fans, <laughs> the year, like, since I was, you know, at least 30, like 20, over 20 years. Because I knew about Prince as a little girl. When my mother was hip on um, some Purple Rain and she put Purple Rain on, I got heavy <laughs> into it. Yeah, that's I mean, that's how I discovered Prince. Yeah, yeah. My mama w was loving on your ass and put on Prince Purple Rain. Let me sit in there and look at Purple Rain. I'm this little girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I was mesmerized. I was like, even little kids get mesmerized by Prince very easily. Yeah. I mean, it's a good sign of you on some shit when little kids usually, if you put on his music, put on something with him on it, they get mesmerized by that nigga. Um, for you though, Michael Dean, yeah. want to hear how did you first find out that Prince existed? <laughs> uh, yeah, I could tell you. So, man, I'm gonna go way back to 1981. <laughs> it was, and uh, I had um, my my grandmother. I have family that's in Houston, Texas. Okay. And so my grandmother took me down to Houston for the summer. We we're gonna stay with my aunt. <clears throat> and and my first cousin, who we kind of grew up as brother and sister, she used to live here in Seattle. She had moved to Houston. So when I came down there, 
I remember getting out of the airport, my auntie, and and the radio was on, and they were playing "Get It Up." Now I didn't know the time; I never heard. I just heard this music. I was like, "Oh, what is this?" And she was like, "Oh yeah, this is the jam, you know." That's the shit. And I was like, "Oh, so that was like the first time I heard it, heard, okay. or heard any of his music." Right. And then um, I was with my cousin, and they lived in the uh, Fifth Ward, uh, Houston, mm. Texas, is, you know, which is the hood back then. Yeah, and uh, there was like these house parties she would take me to, and oh. so we went to this party. <laughs> and incidentally, to this, was this in this must have been when controversy had to be out because she had that controversy poster on her wall, and I didn't okay. know who the hell that was. That was. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> why is this naked guy on your wall, right? Oh yeah. And I remember my grandmother walked in there and saw that, <laughs> and she saw she said, Shh, just tore it up, tore it down. She huh? was like, it ain't happening here. So oh. we went to this party and they were playing head. Now I, again, I had no idea who this was, but they, they played the whole album twice. Like they was gigging on that. And I just mm-hmm. remember cars would go by and you would hear this music and they Prince, Prince, Prince. And I didn't think nothing of it, you know, and I went back to Seattle and I never heard of him again, you know? And I was like, okay. And then I remember when, um, little red Corvette, 1999 came out MTV. Yeah. I kind of saw, I was like, okay, this is Prince. I I couldn't put the I didn't put together that that was the same dude I kept hearing in the dude. streets. Back Interesting. Then. And yeah. now my cousin huh. moves back to Seattle. This is in '84, just before Purple Rain comes out. And I'm all into heavy, and I'm all into uh, Run DMC, King of Rock album. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. says, uh, "We got to go to the record store because I'm going to go buy uh, Prince and the Time." And I'm like, I had sort of heard the Time, and I was like. This shit is I like this, but right. Prince, that little oh, faggot man, I don't play that shit. <laughs> you know, this shit is corny. And I she went and I so remember she went to go buy the Purple Rain album. This is before the movie came out. She bought okay. the album, you know, on cassette tape, and she bought the, the the Times album. And we would go sit in the park and she would just start playing you would play them. And I remember mm-hmm. the time one comes on and I'm I was kinda like, dude, this is this is dope. You know, I can get into this. And then yeah. when the Prince one came on, it was Let's Go Crazy. And at first I looked at her and I was like why are you playing some rock shit you know why, mm. why are you playing it and then but as i'm listening to it i, I don't want to admit to her it's kind of dope you know i was like oh, yeah shit this is kind of <laughs> filthy <laughs> and then at that time also what happens is when dove's cry comes out mm. and that was a huge mm. hit particularly on black yeah. radio and then my yeah. mom would sit in the car and she was singing it right like when it would come on the radio so i knew kind of what prince was and i'm gonna end the story here so Purple Rain's getting ready to come out and I'm a freshman in high school. And I remember oh, that, the That's lovely. I wish I was like in high school when that came out. <laughs> and the serious. whole school mm-hmm. it was it was Friday and it was like we you know, oh you're gonna go see Purple Rain? Because we had seen the commercials. Uh right. and we and we had heard I don't there was no internet back then, so I don't know how we knew this, but we had heard that the movie was gonna be <laughs> X rated. You know, the, <laughs> the big thing yeah. was that this was going to be an X-rated movie. And we, we knew Prince was a nasty type of dude. Nasty nigga. Mm. So uh, the <laughs> night it came out it was me and Tobias, who's one of the guys I started the Prince podcast with. <clears throat> and this other guy uh, it was my boy back then. His name was Doug Christie. Now, for some of you who recognize Doug Christie as uh, he's the husband of uh, the, the one chick on. Uh, ah, fuck. What is that? basketball oh, wives basketball wives that's that wait what yeah because he grew up here in seattle they're from seattle so he 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 was here he lived here Whoa, kidding <laughs> so it was the three <laughs> of us is. and i begged my mom i was like can you just take us 
because I mean, we didn't have no cars back then. She said, can, can you take yeah. us to the theater? Because we want to go see Purple Rain, you know, this Prince movie. She was like, okay. And so she drives us there. And when we get there, my whole fucking school is there, right? Yeah. And we walk in and my mom decides this last minute that she's going to go watch it too. So I was like, ah, Uh-oh. fucking great. You know, my mom's mm-hmm. going. She's like, I'm going to see this shit too. Yeah, she's like, I want to see what this is all about because I heard this yeah. Prince is nasty. So we all go in the theater and my mom sort of sits behind us. And I always remember it was me, Doug, and Tobias. The scene where Apollonia pops her shit and the, the tits come out. Oh, uh, yes. I turned around and my mom was looking at me and she was just shaking her head like, mm, mm, this is so bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But that was how I got into Prince. And from there, it was, you know, it was all over after that movie. But Oh, so it was from after after you saw Purple Rain, that's when it was just over. That's when I was like, you know what? Let me really peep game and then yeah. i got the album <laughs> you got to. yeah and back then you know <laughs> how people played and i always tell this you know today when people be driving and bumping in cars and now you may be hearing you know drake or whoever's the big dude but back then they was playing prince like that like you would go to the park you know where everybody would hang out and they was yeah. blasting you know the time they was blasting darling nikki like they blasting hip-hop cuts today that's today. how he was hitting in the streets and so i it was and that's when i was like damn i remember uh my old my other home older og homeboy he had the you know the booming system and that's all he was bumping was baby i'm a star darling really? nikki computer blue like you know like, like mm. it was, you know you like imagine it was that shit getting bumped today like lil wayne right. or or anything that i could possibly name that out because i'm sorry ain't nothing out now nearly as good Mm-mm. as that i don't care yeah Nothing I could be playing is gonna hit on Computer Blue or yeah. Darling Nikki. Not nothing. And they was playing it out like now. they were playing it like that. And I remember the mm. switch. The the change came though when Around the World and Day came out. <laughs> it was like when that album dropped. Yeah. All the black people that was bumping him, they was like, Nah, we good. They they went off and then you know they switched over to Michael and then rap really kind of started jumping a little bit more but that's when to me unfortunately i feel like and like my cousin you know who who had uh moved moved up here she was the yeah. biggest prince fan but yeah. after that she was she was done she was like nah i'm cool and his music switched you know he went from doing just pure funk r&b to you know he's trying some different shit but yeah. i love that different shit that's when i was like right, me too oh this dude is doing da, 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 you know but for i know a lot of people that yeah. started out with him from the beginning it yeah. was kind of like I'll buy that one single, but I ain't buying that album. Oh, you know? that's so fucked up. And I think it was until... I get it, but that's so fucked up. Yeah, and it was like when Sign <laughs> of the Times came out, I think a lot of them came back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think he did it on purpose to make that album. It's like, you know what? I'm going to show them that I can still do that stuff, you know, that they think. Because, uh, you know, at this time, that- you'd be on the bus. You know, when I was on the bus, you know, cats could be arguing now who's the best rapper, Jay-Z yeah. or whoever. They was getting in the fist fights of who was better, Jesse Johnson or Prince. Ooh. That's how I was in the streets. Like, oh, Jesse. Because oh then Jesse God. came out and it was like, oh, did you? Yeah, nigga. Oh, nigga, nigga, nigga Prince is, oh, man, he's fucked up. And we didn't know he did the time. So we would argue, like, who was better, the time or Prince, not knowing that that was his. I remember my That's dad yeah. was chastising me. I was young. Right. And he was like, I don't fuck with that Prince shit, but the time. Them niggas is the real shit. I don't know about that Prince. Nigga. <laughs> I had no idea that was his music, but the yeah, same, that's the same that's, brother yeah. doing that shit. <laughs> but that just that's goes to show how big <laughs> Prince was to black people back then. Like oh, he huge. was the shit. 
you know. He was, and, and as he should have been, he encompassed everything. It was good to start an argument over some some good shit like that because you got strong opinions and and it, the repertoire went from here to here, went from A to B to F to G to Z to Z. He said he was offering everything. Yeah. And, and so you you just could have these juicy good ass opinions about some good juicy good ass shit. It was, it was a gift. That that's a gift. And I mean now obviously you know Prince Prince still has his following. Um, is not expanding out as much, but he's he has taken some steps to help it. Like he will get the young people involved. Like that's one reason. Like I think Hannah is like twenty years, twenty four. His drummer is like twenty four. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he he got that. Remember the young girl that did the video? Danielle Curiel like directed the video uh, for. Um, <laughs> that's that Breakfast Prince Kent Prince Wade. macking to me. I... He's macking. He's macking, but he also <laughs> knows that he needs the young young energy because well, he you know, he's over fifty. You're so that young P. That's... <laughs> but hell yeah, you know he, he, of course Prince is Prince P stands. Did, did you, I mean, did you see that Twitter thing that somebody posted? They put him on blast. What when he was macking with old girl from? Because um, I'm sorry, we're gonna get into everything. If he ever, in, in, if there's any semblance that he might hit, is I'm sorry, we're gonna get into everything. Um, when he was macking on um little girl, uh, she shit. just played at the park. Just played. I know this girl's name. I know this girl's freaking name. Kristen uh, Spriggs, Candace Springs. Okay, is her name. And yes, I saw all that. And yeah, she's a, she's a talented girl. Um, you know, I'm you know she's talented. I'm not like when I'm like, oh, I'm listening to this all the time or anything like that. She yeah. can play and sing, but that nigga, you know, we see how she look. You know, she, you know, she's a beautiful young girl. Her picture, she all like, hey, let it hang out. <laughs> you know, she got a huge head. She got the, you know, she got some titties going on. She got like a little ass, little bitty body. Prince was like, oh, snap. And but beyond that, she's drawing Prince in her video because she did a cover of the, the Beautiful Ones. Okay. Yeah. It's a pretty good cover. It's it's good. It's not terrible by any stretch of the imagination. She's a talented girl, but it, you know it's cool. But in the video, she's drawing a fucking portrait of that man. Hey, drawing, yeah. you know, he was like, mm. but that, you know, <laughs> but it's not surprising. That's that's been Prince's style since back in the day. It, you know, since the beginning. Yeah, so he's, of course, I'm people are like, oh, he still like he's still Prince, y'all. Like seriously, this this ain't gonna stop. Um, that's why I like Prince because at the end of the day, he, all that metaphysical and he's still yeah. just another nigga. He's like, I, I like some bitches. I like that bitches. I like pussy. Bitches. He's a I'm fuck. Get... He's like, I want some pussy. Yeah. I want some bitches. I know I can get it. I've been, I've been on my game since I was motherfucking 15 exactly. years old. I'm still doing it. I need to make sure I can still pull some bitches and I'm doing it. Exactly. And I'm Prince. So I ain't I, mad I'm at him. I'm living my goddamn life over 50 years old. God damn it. Yeah, you know, seriously. Now it don't, you know, as you expect, there's gonna be another one and another one. I know he respects the girls to a degree. He respects their their talents. He won't. He respect getting some of that pussy too, or at least some of the attention. Cause what is your take on Andy Allo? Like, mm. I feel like they had they that he really, really was really feeling her, and she was like, "I'm good." You know, they, and he still supports her though. <laughs> That's I, what I have yeah. with. And I, I kind of agree with what you're saying. I I think that is a lot of it you know I, I actually got to see her in concert a little while ago she came up what here what do you think she's actually really good she's very see, yeah, talented. talented see they're all talented yeah. women they're, they're more talented than some some motherfuckers that he had back in the day yeah she's they, actually she was actually pretty good she did her acoustic thing and it, it was dope you know it was a very very small place and 
uh, she was putting it in. She did like some zap cover or something. I was, I was like, okay. And she, yeah, really? I, I was feeling it. Yeah. And she was like grooved it. Like I was like, I have to stand up for her. I was like, okay. Even her album that she did without Prince is, is, a, is good. She's, she's a very talented girl. So, okay. Yeah. She's talented. Um, you know, and I respect that she actually put the album out. Like she, yeah. Which is, you know, Tamar and she didn't get to put hers out. I think I feel like Annie just really like was like fuck this I'm putting this out like fuck the back yeah she probably I I, I like that that's what happened when I was reading about it she was like I just decided I want to put this out the way she said it I was like ooh sound like it could have been a Tamar type of situation if she hadn't just put it out now with Tamar like I heard all kind of stuff that yeah they was really feeling each other yeah and was married okay she found out it wasn't too long after that 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 that, that marriage, you know, ended. Yeah, like I said, my man he can keep it messy, <laughs> but I, I, Gemini's are messy. Our personal experience. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying we keeping it 100. Some messy motherfuckers, and that just, messy shit can it, fuck people's shit, man. The only thing I I can say about Prince, I just wish that he would keep that type of stuff yeah. <clears throat> out of the way of the high quality mark that uh, needs to be associated with his music. And what I mean is by when you have a Rosie Gaines, yeah. uh, you know, even Shaka, when he has the yeah. really talented ones, I wish he would put the Shaka focus. Shaka did come out though. Come to my well, house. Oh yeah. Game. Well, I'm speaking more like Rosie and even well, like Rosie, the chick that he's got right now. Um, Her name escapes me. The bald Well, head. Liv released her album. Liv's Liv, born. Shelby J. But I mean, I'm in the sense of it don't have he don't go all in on theirs like he does with the young girls who he may be doing whatever. Because he don't want to fuck them. And I know, just, but that's what I'm saying. I wish I wouldn't get in the way of he, those albums would, could be classics, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and so he's put more in it. Like yeah, even he, Carmen Electra, he put way too much energy into that. <laughs> oh, and it was horrible. <laughs> horrible. Horrible. Like, don't let the... Don't let the, the yeah, don't let the pussy get you so messed up where you are just doing the crazy shit. That ain't a man. I'm sorry, man. Don't do, it, it, I'm not understand. Respect, do where it's due, but truth said, for real, no real nigga do that shit. Don't let no pussy get him like that. Don't let no pussy get you like that, nigga. Please, but he be, you know, he he be loving him. Okay, he love. Like when when once he in for that moment, for that month, or however long that shit lasts, that month he loved the. Fuck out of you, squeezing all the juice out your motherfucking ass. <laughs> I love you, girl. Get on stage because that's why that's why I was saying with Andy. It must have been he had that bitch on stage with him backing her up. Yeah, just like he did with Tamar. Tamar. Yeah, exactly. He really love that motherfucker. And you know, it's not like I'm against you. Love a woman, and you know she's talented. He just wanted to say, I want to support this bitch hands down. I'll go to the back, and I want her at the front. Yeah, that so- actually is very. I I, I love that about him. Well, that's I, I bet you do. But, <laughs> but see, as a man, but, but, I'm have yeah. to call a simp a simp, <laughs> and, and I'm like, "Come on, bro." I ain't trying to say. Look, I'm, I'm all for calling a simp a simp too. I'm just saying, like, yes. The thing is, it's not consistent. If he had done the same, if he, I mean, but Liv, he's backing the fuck out of Liv. He doesn't. I don't think he ain't he going on tour with Liv as a guitar up. player though. He ain't, he no, what? He's, he's not, gonna play. With he's the not guitar doing no her. tour like the Live tour, no. and he's just gonna play the background. He ain't did that. True. That's very true. But he don't want to put dick in there. So that's he's just like you know, if he want to fuck, he gonna you know, yeah, he, get a, he get a he get a, he get a little you know, I don't want to say pussy whip, you know, you know that dick just be like. But that's and, the and thing. He's prince. You don't have to. 
That's Where's my right. man? Don't get pussy. Whoop, whoop, that pussy. I mean, they're going to give it to you anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Like, even if they don't end up staying with you, and it's not like you want them to stay with you anyway, Prince. We know you ain't trying to get married again. I don't think. But, you know, you usually, come on. They, they stay around, and then they are gone. Okay? So, for that time, they going to give it up. Yeah. At least one time, Prince. So you really don't gotta do a whole tour. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You don't. Yeah, you don't have to do a. Whole, you don't have to do an album. You can do a song. You don't even have to record the song. You could just lay a beat down and say, "Girl, that's for you," and she gonna drop a drop. Oh, now do a show with him one time, like you did with Candace. Come on, please don't make it to be that Candace is about to be on in his band touring and he gonna be in the back. Like we don't need that for Candace. We don't. Okay, we don't need you to do that. For Candace, and I know Candace like bitch. What, what happened to that one chick? Was it Brie? Remember that all the times Brie oh, or whatever? Yeah, Brie. He Bria was yeah. Bria got that that got album out of it. Um, Lotus Flower. Yeah. Wasn't that the name of the entire collection? Because it was three. Yeah. yeah. Lotus Flower was the name of all three of the collection together, but it also had Bria Valente album, and then it had Lotus Flower, and then it had um. MPLS Sound. Yes. So uh, Bria got an album, but thing is, Bria supposedly wouldn't sing live. I think she never I, singed live. There was never she a performance. Once sang live, which is very interesting. She had a whole album out. We never heard Bria Valente on stage singing at all. Never ever. She would. She went on stage when Prince serenaded her once. Told her to go sit down at the piano. And he sang to her. But that's as much as happened on stage is that she has danced on stage and she has been sung to on stage, but she has not sung on stage. It's very odd. But um, yeah, I mean, that was obviously his girl for a while. That wasn't, that was there was no like, is that his girl? Is that just him younger? And Bria actually was, you know, much older than all, you know, she was like over 30. She's like 35 or something like that. Hmm. So, and they were actually in a relationship. She, that, that was someone that he claimed as his woman. And, you know, she married now. That bitch got married to some other nigga like last year. <laughs> she good. She like, you know what? <laughs> I can only imagine. Again, I, I, I'm not a woman, but it just seemed like he, Prince would be a lot of work. Like he is a, a ton of work. Like I, I, you know, what I'm saying like I'm not trying to say all Gemini's are the same, but if they, you know, from what I have had with personal conversations with people who other people who have either known or close to Gemini's or dated Gemini's, they're extremely complex and very difficult. They are, they can be exhausting. Um, good people. I mean, anyone can see the attributes that Prince has. They don't mean he ain't difficult and all that. I ain't got to say like, Oh, he's still a great person. I mean, there's, there's so many good fucking things about Prince. Yeah. No, but, he's, he's good. Did you, I don't, do you have a chance to listen to the, uh, we, we interviewed, um, mm. Andre Simone recently. Yeah. You know what I he never told said? Some, he told some great stories. I, why I really respect Prince. I know. Did you hear the part where you talked about when Andre's mom was in the hospital? No, go ahead. I want. I want. I want that to be heard now. Anyway, for people who hadn't heard. Real you. quick, there's. Yeah. So we did an interview with Andre Simone. Andre Simone and Prince grew up together, pretty much like brothers. You know, when Prince uh, ran away from his house, he went to live with Andre, and they grew up. And Andre was in the band. Uh, I think the first two out three albums or something he mm-hmm. was the bass player they were boys basically right. it's still real cool brothers brothers like but, brother because he he stayed with bernadette yeah, that was her name like Simone, mm-hmm. in that house she took him in when nobody would yeah so that was, mm. and so he told us you know so go listen to the interview but i was one of the great parts yeah. he talked about was uh bernadette you mentioned andre's mom uh mm-hmm. was very ill and she was in the hospital and at this point him and prince had 
you know, broken up. They hadn't talked in a while. You know, okay. had a little beef between each other, whatnot. Yeah. And so he says, you know, he went to the hospital, and uh, he was going to go downstairs to get some pizza or something for his mom. Or the, the other family members are kind of over there. And he said when he got ready to come back and go in the elevator, not uh, he's his Prince was standing in the elevator with Larry Graham. Mm. And he hadn't seen Prince in all years. And they had years. You know, and he saw him and they looked at each other and they just they said, you know what, man, let's cut this bullshit. You know, right? we, we boys, mm-hmm. you know, let's go up here. So they go up there and they said, he said when his mom saw them both walk in the room and she hadn't seen them together in a year, she lit up. Like she was like, ah, oh, wow. I've been waiting <laughs> for you guys to get that together, blah, blah, blah. You know, it was just oh. one of the real moments. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. he said, you know, from that point, we, we've been cool. But he was like, all that shit was done. And we was just back, you know, and my mom was real happy to see us together. Mm-hmm. And then he said, here's the part that was really almost made me stop the interview. <laughs> he goes, you know, what happened, though, was when the hospital saw that Prince was there, mm-hmm. they just assumed that she was uh, his family or something. So they moved my mom from that room to another place. But because they ended up doing that, it caused her to have like a heart attack or something happened, and she ended up dying. And he was like, I don't blame Prince. He had nothing to do with it. He would have never known. But right. he was like, that was some shit that had happened. But he said, at the end of the day, you know, we made her happy because we united yeah. and we've been cool ever since. And we just, you know, it was like, we just mm. said, you know, that we came together for my mom. And she was like, she's mm. still once again you know, was that sort of matriarch and brought the family together, even at the Wonderful end. woman. Like the things yeah. that I've read about her when, cause I've heard, I've read a lot about Prince's history, read about it. So who knows if it's exactly true, but from the things I've read, you know, the hardship he experienced as a child and he had, he would kind of get bounced from home to home mm-hmm. after his parents broke up and he want, you know, he got kicked out of his father's house. And you remember the story about the McDonald's. Uh, payphone, right? Like where yeah, he would, yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. or he would just sit out in front of the McDonald's. Actually, not just the McDonald's payphone, but he sit out in front of the McDonald's, and he was so hungry he would just smell the food because he was just so hungry. He had no money and had nowhere to go really. And he tried. He got kicked out of his dad's house, and he called his he called his sister, and was like, "Can you talk to him?" And I, I want to go home. And she's like, "Look, I'm trying to call. I'm gonna call him." She calls him back at the payphone. like, he said to call him. It's good. You'll be fine. And he calls his dad and is like, can I come home? And his dad's like, no. And he said, that's the last time he cried. That's what I read, at least mm-hmm. some old stuff. And so Prince has been through it and he would be bounced from home to home. I guess he was a handful. You know, it's Prince. It's a little boy. He probably was. And he, and he was a musician. He probably banged on stuff and who knows. But unfortunately, you know, they wouldn't he, know why. He couldn't stay anywhere for a long period of time in a stable environment until he comes Bernadette yeah. and she opened up her basement to him, gave him the whole space, I believe. And he finally had a place where they could play. They could practice. She didn't care about the noise, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And that was like his, that was like, they were like brothers. It's not like a friend, you know, I'm sure. And yeah, no, his so, whole family was real good. There was a recent interview with Prince with Tavis and he talked about Andre's mm, brother mm. and the influence that his brother had on him and to just tell him like, just gave him the confidence to be who he was. He's like, his brother would tell him, uh, Andre's brother would tell him, Hey man, you're just as good as all those other guys out there. You, you can do it. If they, you know, I would go pay for it. And he took that and felt like at that point I realized, yeah, I am good enough. Like I can go do this. So obviously he had a lot of people, um, 
that was part of his situation. And he was a part of a lot of people. You know, we did, we interviewed uh, his sister and she talked about, you know, how. Yeah, what, Taika? Yeah, we, this years ago. We, yeah, it's on the website. We interviewed oh, Taika. Sh- and she, I you know, know, and I like to go into like the real type of stories. Yeah. Like how people, you know, how was cast? What was the family like? What did people really think? And, you know, she really brought it. Well, a quick thing I'll say, I'll say it for the interview, yeah. but she talks about, you know, she had a very big drug problem. Yeah, I knew about that. And he was the one who said, listen, you, you know, cut this shit out. I'm going to go ahead and pay to get you through this program and get it popping. But I need you to be straight for the family and to right. take care of my shit when the time comes. And it was just interesting, you know, because she really talked about her life and she was at the bottom. Uh, mm. And he was the one that really helped her get out of that, you know, and watched, watched over things. Oh, and, that's good. Uh, it was really, big and they talked about, that's her big brother. Exactly. Oh, and they talked about, yeah. like, you know, what the success of Purple Rain really meant for the family. You know, mm. what was it like to see right. your brother on the screen? How did the mom take it? How did the dad take it? Right. So it was really, really good personal type of interview. But yeah, he's okay. a lot of real people in, in his life. And he's a real good, and at the end of the day, he's actually, we talk a lot of shit, but he's a good dude. Yeah, and Prince a is a good, good dude. dude. He's human. He is not perfect. Right. But that dude is, you know, when he's at his best and when he's at his good, he's one of the best people. I feel like that people could know. I'm real close with Morris, actually, because okay. Morris and I are from the same state and from, um, I'm from Little Rock. Morris is from uh, Pine Bluff. And, uh. And shout out to, to shout out to Morris. I think I'm gonna try to get you on here. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it, and I know people would love it. Yes, hell yeah! And shout out to the noise, who's you know my friend who actually introduced me to Morris, basically as people. So we all country motherfuckers. The noise is down in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good dude. Prince is a good dude, and like he like you said, ain't perfect. We hear plenty of stories in Prince and did some fucked up foul shit to somebody but, we but that's have. because we all have done exactly. fucked up foul shit to somebody I don't, you can't condemn nobody you know always eternal support and especially for what this man has done for our culture and our world seriously he's one of them people like Michael and other James has had a tremendous deep effect on the world on people Yeah, you know what I'm saying it used to be for me when I was so when I was deepest into Prince not that I don't listen now because I do I still try to keep up on everything when I was deepest into Prince, it was it, it. Prince has a world that you go into when you listen to his music that can really just not even as a distraction. It actually can. It, it takes you out of some of your bullshit. Mm-hmm. It can make you feel and understand that there's a nigga out there that can make this shit that is, you know, he, you, you feel some kind of camaraderie a little bit with how he uses ideas. I mean, he's not a regular nigga. At all, not what we usually see, and in his music, you, you can explore different fucking shit. He's free. You know what I'm saying? He's very free in you know, his work. You know, I think some part of it is is like um, because I hear the way you describe it. A lot of people mention it the same way, <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> I think it is the fact that when he makes his music, and I know like when he does his vocals, mm-hmm. he's by himself when he does them, and it allows him to sort of channel and to just express all these sort of um, emotions in his voice in the way that he sings certain songs and a right. lot of different things. It is such a, a, a free and unguarded place. place but I yeah. think a lot of us, when we hear these songs <coughs> and you hear that emotion and that passion come through, whatever you're going through in, that, in your life at that time, you, you're, you're going to hear some of that and you're going to 
latch. You're like, God damn, he's feeling that same sort of, you know, that fear or that desire or that loneliness or something. Sort of, mm-hmm. it's that emotion that come through in his voice. And I right. think that is like a lot of the thing that grabs us. It's like a lot of people talk about when I'm in a certain place at life, I heard his music and it just like got me through that shit. Or mm-hmm. I related to, for me, it's a Love Sexy album. Oh, I can yeah, just listen yeah, to that. Okay. Yeah. And there's shit in there that will touch me. You know, sometimes it makes me happy. Sometimes it makes me cry. Sometimes it makes me stop back and listen. I'm like, damn, you know what? Yeah, I kind of, I was feeling that shit too or feeling loneliness right. sometimes. And I think mm-hmm. it's from, again, and just in his voice and the passion that came through and he was just coming from a place where, yeah, I can't do this in front of nobody because it's going to be some personal shit I'm going to just let loose. You know, the, right. the, the rhythm of it, the soul of it. And, and it's only certain artists that come forth in that manner in which I think nowadays we don't really hear that because a lot of mm-hmm. cats that no. record now there's so mm. many other people in there and they're not oh, really please. being honest no in their shit you know what yes. I'm saying yes uh, there's that's the, that uh, it's, I guess you can call it sincerity it goes mm. deeper than that though it's when uh, someone as an artist when they're, they're the, the mission and the purpose is so deep with Prince is like you know um there's no room for a whole lot of doubt and fear in what he would do. There's mm-hmm. no room for that. It's it is sincerely. I need this. I, I I either I need to get this energy out or this message. I want it to come come across. Or I'm just trying to be in line with what I'm put here to do. Not all. It's not diluted. There's nothing diluted about yeah, his shit now. Not, now it doesn't care about how it pure. sounds. You know, it's don't really care about how it sounds. A lot of stuff. I mean, sometimes I listen to one of my favorites though. But it's hard for me to ever have a favorite. And I'm going to ask you before we even get off this, some favorites. But first thing you said is, I don't care how it sounds. It was came, tick, tick, bang, came. Mm-hmm. But that's one of my favorite shits. But you listen to that and it's just, oh, like I love the whole Graffiti Bridge album. But what he does, anybody that's, that loves music, but especially if you've ever tried to create music or you're an artist yourself, a musician, you're like, how did he go here? What did he, right. where did this come from? He would come up with, with sounds like that. Like what made him make this choice? And how did he come up with this? And how did he do it for years and years and years with so many different ideas, such diversity in the sounds. So it's just incredible. You go through Prince's catalog, you get every single type of music, maybe besides polka. I don't think he's done anything with polka. (laughs) But anything else that nigga has done. Yeah. Like and, and done well. Most everything he has done well. He might have some stuff that like if it's hip hop or rap, people might be like, that's not good. But then he got some shit where it's like that shit's off the chain. So he has done everything. You know what it is? And he, done it well. He he's coming. It's almost a primal energy. Yeah, that's, that's coming. That's from what him, it is. You know? That's what it is. I, I felt that especially in Lotus Flower for some reason. Um, hmm. that album, one album, Lotus Flower. Like when I first of all, I love that. Oh God, that I can't believe I can I can't think of the song. You know the song where he's talking about America and the government. Mister Man, dear Mister Man. Not Mister. No, no, no. Oh God! It's a rock oh, song. Oh, uh, dreamer. It's the rock song. Dreamer. Dreamer, which is one of my favorites from him. Um, but and then he has on Lotus Flower with when it just has sometimes he would just even Morris told me about this how thinking when it was recorded they just put the guitar down let the feedback come out into this huge room like theater and it's recorded and left it on there, and it's just it's like you said the the primal energy. But that is that is in everything he does, and that you hit the right word. It's primal. That Prince from uh, Dirty Mind, 
I'm talking yeah. live, personally. The dirty mm-hmm. mind prince, do you can arguably say to maybe love sexy, his appearance and his persona, particularly on stage, mm-hmm. was pure primal primal energy, yeah. whether it was sexual energy or whatever it was. Whatever but it was. He right. was like just immersed and he almost like uh it was just radiating off of his body. And you mm. see the response of people when you you actually see him live. We don't see like, that. Oof. We still don't see that nowhere. No, and not, no, very rare now. Yeah, very rare. And I can imagine what it was like to see Prince Dirty Mind concert. I can't even, I, I, I can't imagine actually what that would have been like. Yeah, I, I wish I'd have been old enough. I saw the Purple Rain and that blew, I had never seen a concert like that in my life because right. he just was, I just remember him uh, pounding his head and just the groove into the music so hard. And I was like, so damn, this guy didn't hurt himself. Like he was just, it was, and yeah, it was just when people drenched in about, sweat. Like it was just yeah. crazy. And I was like, God damn, I have to him see and this. music. When we talk about we love music and even us music, like we love music. And but uh, and, and we really is a part of us. That dude, that nigga there. When it comes to him and music, it's it's just really they seem to be one in the same. They just really do. Yeah. Sometimes the stuff that flows through him is like only music itself would pick somebody to put that you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. music is just falling around like you know what i'm fucking music hey prince hey i'm about to come through your ass <laughs> here do this <laughs> but yeah this just yeah so now you know third eye girl thing is happening um i did really want to real quick what is i'm not gonna ask a favorite song but just name some of your favorite stuff real quick off the dome of just songs albums yeah. whatever uh, I'm gonna just go all over the place, but yeah. Um, man, one of my favorites is uh, the ball, which is I know, but like I'm going super geek, Prince Geek now. <laughs> but the song called the ball. Shit! Uh, what? What? The Chris is not on. Is Chris the ball? Really? It, it, it actually became I know. I know it was a remake of oh. the song called the ball. It would have been on Crystal Ball. Shit! But that original yep. one is mm-hmm. to me the music is just yeah it's crazy so i love that um i i like uh still waiting you know i'm all over from the was it the second album yeah the second album still okay. waiting that, that's my yeah shit. yeah I um i like uh what's the song on love sexy anastasia you know, oh God, please! That, that's my shit. <laughs> and you gotta sing a little bit more. I don't know why people like when I hear songs or names of songs, I instantly go to want to sing them. And you did sing a little bit, so I'm gonna get all yeah. You know that that song to me <laughs> is one of those songs that I I repeat certain lines to myself in my day to day life. Uh, Save like me, what? Jesus, been a fool. I could have forget that you are the rule. You are my God. I am your child. From now on, I shall be wild. I shall be quick. I shall be strong. I, I mean, that's. That's some sort of like sort of credos or different things that I kind of live by that. Like it just. Right. So right. Uh, so like that. Um, God. Uh, Do you love Love Sexy? It sounds like Love Sexy. Love Sexy was a cold record to me at the time. I didn't like it. It was oh, so different from what he had just previously done. You know, so, so different. That's so true. Yeah. Because yeah. um, right before that, wasn't it? Um, times. Sounded, oh, right. And yeah. he did that on purpose. He's like, look, I'm about to release something so different. Um, the 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 first Madhouse album. I just had to name the the whole thing. Yeah, is Madhouse crazy? I used to. I remember buying that the day it came out. Mm. Cassette tape. I used to sit on a bus <laughs> with my head, my Walkman, and I would 
ride across the city and listen to that thing back to back. I know that word. Uh, I know the album Lick for Lick. Um, Crystal Ball, the song. I do love that song. I love that shit. I love that shit. Yes. Yeah, that's. Uh, I love that song. It's a head yeah, buster. Yeah. It is. Um, gosh, I don't know what else. Uh, uh, I can't think. So in your re- in the recent things that he's released, that you really like at all? Uh, recently, it's yeah. tough. I like uh, uh, it's on the twenty ten. On twenty ten, uh, like Future Baby Mama and um, no, um, uh, Sticky Like Glue. I like Sticky Like Glue. Yeah, that's like my cut. I like that song too. I do like that song. I like Future Soul song. I I really love Future Soul yeah. song. For real, that is a. I, that's a. I mean, to me, that should have been like he that's should be nice performing that. He should be. Performing. He should be definitely at least once performing Future Soul song. Yeah, he actually I, did do it once. I, I do have a record. He did. He did. It was some obscure place. There's even a performance of uh, Sticky Like Glue. Actually, I put it on a podcast years ago, and it, and they started because I was thinking this sound like a cameo song, but on the <laughs> on the performance they play the cameo. They play a dum 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 dum. Right. and then they go into it so it's yeah. actually pretty interesting um you know the obvious shit i like uh mountains you know of course all of version. them uh around oh, the world yeah. in a day uh-huh. uh another love a hole in your head you know i like you i like mean the, go ahead the come album you like, like anything else come? I, I like the song that come song that's come that's filthy to me i like when oh they, god when they get to the end and they when the horns come in Yes. It's filthy. Uh, dark. Dark. That's, yeah. that's my cut. Remember, he got he got what was that? Papa. Papa really let yeah. a lot out on Papa. Yeah, yeah. yeah he let I mean, a lot out on that one. I, I love walk on this side of the street. Don't talk. Okay. Where it feels the best. That's that's. Really <laughs> <good>. <laughs> uh. As you can see, I like a lot a lot of these. Yeah, songs. me too. Yeah, everything you name, it goes all over the place. Well, it has to for most Prince appreciators. It goes across the board. You just got you just throw from this place, this way, place. You know, Remember the other thing, to... last thing yeah. I'll say that I, I I love is as much as any Prince album. Uh, the first time and the first and second time albums to me mm. are hands down some of his best shit ever. I, yeah, I listen to it still to this day, hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just those songs to me are ridiculous just the instrumentation of what he's doing yep it's just the, the drumming that he's doing is, <laughs> is nuts and it's funny like i'll listen to um like the song the walk and when you get all through this song and you get to the point where they go um where they're starting to do the, the dialogue part where it's morris yeah and, and vanity and then it ah missed it or when they're at the oh, meet me at the bar cool cool and when the music kicks in you have to really <laughs> the, the rhythm and like it's interesting because he's playing against himself so yeah, the fact that you know a lot of times when you get to the real groove part of a record when you have a band playing they'll lock in and that right. part where they lock is the coldest part but he locks in with himself it's and it's just that me is just blows my mind because he, he, his drum playing he's playing he starts to play it even more sloppily but <clears> on beat and then his bass is and then the guitar is just like god damn how do you do that by yourself it's just to me it's just amazing that's prince yeah. come to music it really ain't no better in a lot of ways i couldn't say who i believe is really better than that motherfucker 
when it comes to across the board, hands down, yeah, what you what do with does, music. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, I would have to go back to, you know, I, I go to people like Sly or Sly and something, yeah. Cats back Sly in them what days. what he does. Yeah. And obviously he emulates Sly and yeah. he takes, but to be able to take those elements the way he does to make what he does with it. Because mm-hmm. we all, you know, emulate somebody and are inspired by people and take this, take that. What he's able to, to put together and paint with the picture is like, this is what I see with this. Yeah. Then he's like, oh, <laughs> didn't know that it really existed. Where did you come up with that? He, mm-hmm. he, he did what all, what we're supposed to do. Like you said, he took <laughs> that, yeah, um, a little bit from the greats, put his own spin on it and made something new. You know, the last person <laughs> I thought that did that and I, he frustrates me because I am a huge fan of his and I think he could have been the next is D'Angelo. Like I mm, think D'Angelo right? was primed yes. and ready and he does this. He takes literally t- at times and then very subliminally he'll take different right. parts and make it his own and I just wish that he would you know had the work ethic I guess yeah. to, to get the stuff out you know, there there's a and song that's that, that it comes down yeah. to whether we want to admit it or not is work ethic because yeah. Prince then d- does not have to have nearly the output he has nobody told him or made him do any of that shit he did it all on his own he just worked mm-hmm. that hard yeah there's a there's a, a D'Angelo song it's one of the new, I don't know how, if you're up on D'Angelo like that, but you know, he's been performing new songs for over the last three years at this point. But one yep. of the songs he had uh, is called The Charade. And actually, if you listen to that song, it is mm-hmm. actually what he did is, you know, the remember the song Blondie from the time it was on the Pandemonium album? Yeah, I remember that. He took, there's a segment in that song Blondie. He just took that little segment and he made a song out of it. That goes to show you how deep of a fan I he really heard is. It. I somebody else who put me up to this, somebody that's close to Quest Love, and I went back and I compared the two, and it's he did. That's exactly what I was like. God damn, he's like a super fucking fan. But yeah, yeah. he took the little piece <laughs> and made this dope track. Which and, and it's funny because when he started performing in Charade, the comparisons people kept saying is this reminds me of like some Wendy and Lisa Prince Cherry Moon shit. But it's and that's ironic because what it really is is you know Jesse wrote. Uh, Blondie so it's actually some Jesse yeah. Johnson shit that he took <laughs> which is funny that he has D- Jesse's in his band now so Jesse in his band I think he's still in this band well yeah I think I don't I know if they're believe. touring but he's still affiliated with them right um, but yeah so I, I think to, to me he would have been the next guy but again like you said what he doesn't have what Prince does have is that belief and that burning desire in his mission in life and that is to do music and to do it, whether or not it's successful or not, I have to do music. Right. And, and a lot of these cats today, the only person I could think of who had that would be like a Tupac, was like, no, mm. I have to be recording. I have a mission. This is what I do. Right. Whether that shit's coming out or not, I'm in the studio, nigga. I'm creating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what Prince had. He was un. Uh, and he was ready. He, he was still built. Has that. Yeah, and he, he still was does it like that. Built for this shit, like he was built for. I mean, he just popped out. This is what he was meant to do here. Yeah. And it, it, we always love as as a population when you can just put your finger on something and see in someone that this is this is so obviously what he's here to do. And he would have did you this know? shit even if he would have gotten big or not. He would have still right. been. I remember he music. came. He went on Arsenio. Did you see him? We went Arsenio recently, like course, yeah. this year. And <laughs> Arsenio asked, "It's like." What do you think you'd be doing if you weren't, um, you know, a musician? <laughs> and he was like, I couldn't see you at the bank. 
<laughs> and it's so funny because we think of Prince really in a really mystical light. Okay, think of him at the bank, you know, working like anybody else. <laughs> but his answer to that was that he'd probably be teaching. So if yeah, he wasn't Prince, and, and he's but like, he'd always be him. Just like music. anybody else. I, that's why I use him a lot of times what I do, I use him as an example. I'm like, that nigga was, uh, he wasn't celebrating back then. He was p- do, going in the studio doing work. And even before the shit even came out, this nigga wasn't celebrating. He was back in the studio on the next shit. That's right. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be on this mic the same way. I'm going to be on these podcasts. They're going <laughs> to hate me. Same way. Because I'm going to be on here right. podcasting my ass off. I don't yeah. got no time to be celebrating. I ain't got time to be. That's right. That work ethic. That's one of the big. The other part, I'm a huge fan of Prince because, again, of that the work, work ethic. ethic. And yeah. that's right, niggas. Like, seriously, if of all of us niggas put it down like Prince would, where the work ethic wise, we would be living in streets of gold right yeah, now. You wouldn't be at no job. Because you, you <laughs> we would not be at a job. Prince's work ethic, if nothing else. <laughs> Just, you know, so many stories you hear people work with Prince, you know in the studio always when wouldn't eat sometimes when the yeah. the wouldn't you know when because that's how you know it ain't just about fucking for prince all the time because prince can't be doing that much fucking because he's recording right. all the time so he can't be either is in the studio or they rehearsing that's they rehearsing. that's yes. life that's his life that's what he does and that's why he is who he is should, it's yeah. just it's simple yeah. it's simple most, he most has niggas. a natural gift but the the work ethic without the work ethic behind it then it wouldn't have been anything yeah, and he and that's why he's you know as they he's one of the outliners. He has yeah. done it so much. He is past the point of mastery, and he literally just Absolutely. is what it is. He is that yeah. thing, right? And that's yeah. the difference between any a lot of these other cats. Anybody is that I think Prince even goes beyond. You can argue that he is one of the greatest of period of all time, only because now let's say like. Um, the quality may not be the greatest, but in terms of the fact that he's even pushed past his peers or the people that he was influenced by, because yeah. even they stopped at a certain time. Certain time. This and Prince still never got stopped. fucked up over drugs and shit. You no. see, that that's a big deal, y'all. Like as we know, most musicians, a lot of the legends we admire and stuff, they get into a lot of drug problems and things. Entertainment, Hollywood right. t- brings a lot of people into a, a drug realm. Prince didn't get on drugs like that. Not that he never had an experience with drugs, because we all know that famous Black Album mm-hmm, story. Mm-hmm. Well, where, you know... You know it, what, what it is... It, 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 for anything, though, there is a sacrifice. Because, of course. You, you know, so I think for him, mm-hmm. the sacrifice is that was well, not going to have the normal... Yeah, sort of existence he's not yeah, going to exactly. live a normal life I don't think life. he wanted it though he didn't he want may not it. have the connections to people I think he consciously made a decision not to have that normal experience I think he never wanted it even though yeah he probably misses certain closeness with people right that's what that I'm he saying have. That, that sort of mm-hmm. connection to certain people and, and things in his right. life he's He's probably not going to have, and so, so there is a he sacrifice. Get really close. I mean, like Morris, and you know, things that I've heard from him, not going to give up all kinds of business or anything. But they, the closeness, they're brothers. He can get yeah. very close to someone. Yeah, but in terms of a man, you know, there's certain <laughs> things, right. certain things right. that a man is, you know, I, I <laughs> opinion is that here to put is to guide, which I'm sure Prince is a guide, and he's a father <laughs> to certain people. But I know there has to be. I know there's an internal, you know. Mm-hmm. In, in, uh, uh, sort of thing in him to be a real father and to, mm. and to feel that love from somebody whose life is almost, you know, is coming from you. 
That yeah. part, I, I I wish that there's some way in his lifetime that he'll be that able he to experience, experience that. that. Yeah. That's true. I do. I, we yeah. I, I do wish that for him. I really do. And that's all I can really say about that. We don't want to get into that much, yeah. is because. But yes, and we we would love some offspring from you. We got a lot of offspring from a whole yeah. lot of niggas. We would love, <laughs> know, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we got Charles up the street. We got offspring of Charles and James and all them. Can we get an offspring? Prince would be great. <laughs> But and see what that little thing gonna do. <laughs> yeah, but he he's great, man. He's he's united so many people in in so many different ways. I, I, I probably yeah. how we sort of might have met through that in some sense. Pretty much. Oh yeah, I think I became no, known of your existence through him. And uh, oh yeah, he's his the the amount of gifts he's given to the world, limitless. And somebody like that, I'm always gonna salute them, always. I'm going to continue to do so. And I can't wait to see what you're about to do, Prince. I hope I get to to a show or I, I, I'm looking forward to the Plectrum Electrum. If you do a USB, nigga, just do a USB. I love a USB. Just do that. <laughs> sure. Sure. I'd buy a USB. It's very interesting. Hell yeah, I'd buy that shit. I wouldn't be able to wait until I put it in my computer. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> do that. Do something. Do something. That's all. <laughs> make it to some kind of, of Prince party. Like, I still have not been, like, to Paisley Park in my life before. I have neither. I'd like to go. You haven't? No, and I... Trust me. As you had. <laughs> no, I've been close to it, but never, I've never been. I'm gonna be there one day. I'm gonna get in. I, I would like to go. Yes, we gonna be there one day, Prince. We some big appreciators over here always. Okay, so let me I'm ask you this: Did you did you yes. go to the the last sort of American tour they did with the Third Eye Girl? Did were you? Did they go to New York with that? Uh, I'm sure they came here, didn't they? But I didn't go. Okay. Um, I'm sure they came here. Yeah, I did Liv get a chance been to go here, see you know. Recently, Liv was here, and um, but no, and I was living down in L.A. And he was doing the forum last time I was in L.A. Okay, he was actually doing the forum. I didn't go to that either. And I actually, you know, I'm I'm friends with the twins and their manager. And what's up, y'all? May and Andy and Ann. <laughs> and uh, still didn't go. I was at work too. <laughs> what's the last concert you've been to? Oh. Prince concert. The one and only that I've been to what? is, I know, that doesn't mean I'm not. Oh, no, no, no. Anything, but I know it was weird. I haven't been to but one. And it was back when I was in college in like 1999 or 2000. I think it was 2000. It was a hit and run in Nashville because I was going to school, oh, Tennessee State okay. University. Mm -hmm. And I actually, I wasn't even supposed to go to that one. And I had somebody was hooking me up on a blind date with somebody. <laughs> and I was on the phone with the guy and it was an Indian guy that was had a full beard and wore a big, huge turban. And he was the sweetest guy in the world. He was really cool. And this nigga, I was on the phone with him. We were talking and he was like, hey, so do you like Prince? I'm like, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. He's like, well, it's a concert tonight. You want to go? I'm like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I wasn't supposed to go. It was, it was last minute. And he picks me up, and I had never met the dude before. And he had this cute little fucking ass beetle car, and it was this huge like Indian dude with a huge turban and a huge beard. And it was so great walking around the concert with him because people were like, he's just getting all these looks. <laughs> Shook. And, but yeah, it was hit. It was on a hit and run, and I think okay. Geneva was dancing with him. That's how yeah, long ago that was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Geneva yeah. was on stage, went to the after party. It was at a terrible, embarrassingly terrible fucking club. Uh, did they play? Like, no, he just sat down like okay. at this 
area where everybody could look up to him. It was funny. It was like he was holding court or something. And it was just like everybody looking up at him. And he'd come out and he sat down and Geneva sat down. Then he kind of just left. <laughs> that's kind of weird. Yeah. No, he didn't play. But that's, kinda... that's the only experience I've had. And that was that long ago. But I know I'll have another one. Yeah, we got to get you to another one, man. That's Yeah, yeah. I will. I know I will. It's going to happen. Let me so, the, the, uh, real quick, I just want to show you the, the, my best concert I ever went to. Where I could never see him again, and I'd be satisfied. Oh, this was I think it was just before that tour you went. It was, it was the one with the Rainbow Children. Uh, oh, okay. Whenever yeah. that came out, <clears throat> and he played. And this was when they were doing. If you remember, they did uh, it was the MPG Music Club. Mm-hmm. I remember and that. And you could join that, and you can go his websites, and then he'd have like a yeah. whole like and stuff you could go into <laughs> exactly and so i had di- i had joined that you know paid the money for that got the tickets so we were able to do a uh what do they call that sound check mm. so uh Ooh. i remember uh we it was me and tobias again and another another cat and he was and this other cat stood at the front of the line while we were at work so we rushed down to the spot and as we're walking in this is way you know maybe four hour five hours before the show was gonna start they let us come in and there's nobody on stage but as we're walking down the aisle i see the i mean prince's guitars and shit is right there on the floor in front of the seats and okay and me and my man are like man <laughs> i like this the shit right here you know so we nah. ran down and sat <laughs> at the exact i mean in the front right literally wow. the front seat in the stage right there and we're sitting there and we're just kind of waiting. I'm like, talk to my nigga. Yeah, nigga. Ha, da, da, da. And I look over to my right and mm-hmm. here come Prince. He's walking up on the stage. Okay. And everybody was like, you kind of hear the whole crowd go. There was maybe like 20 of us in there at this point. And everybody's like, oh, shit. And you could kind of hear it. And he, he walks up to the stage. He's like, man, I don't. He said something. He said it real smart, but he's like, I, you know, men don't need to be acting like that when I walk in or something like that. Nah. <laughs> I was like, this nigga. And then he just gets up there and he's like, well, you know, uh, uh, I'll just be up here for a couple hours if you guys want to ask me some questions or uh, whatever, whatever. And we're all kind of like, really? And so my brother just start. It was like an hour long talk, right? He's just asking. That's nice. It was crazy. And I'm like, this is the first time I'd ever seen him like not on stage stage. And he wasn't like fully princed up. You know, so he kind of didn't have makeup on. He looked really old to me. I was like, damn. But I was just tripping and he was just asking shit. And um, in Seattle, there's this place called the EMP, which is the Experience Music Project. It is this music uh, museum that's sort of based off of Jimi Hendrix. And it's it's uh, it looks crazy. This place is super high tech. And at the time, mm-hmm. Maceo Parker, there was a funk exhibit. Actually, no, it was a funk exhibit there, but it was about Parliament Funkadelic. And Prince was like, hey, you know, this place, they want me to come there after the show and do like an after show possibly. And so he's yeah. asking us what we knew about the place. Now, locally, we know <laughs> that it is uh, this guy named Paul Allen. He's one of the founders of Microsoft. He just bought the the, the clippers from Donald Sterling uh, He's in the news right now, but it was his sort of pet project place. And Maceo was a part of one of the exhibits. And so everybody in the crowd was like, why don't you ask Maceo? Cause he obviously must know about it. Cause he's in it. And he <laughs> right. looked, and, Ma- and Prince was like, Oh, is that right? Maceo, what do you know about that? He's like, oh, <laughs> man, I don't know, man. And Prince was like, well, I'll tell you what, I'm not playing here unless I know where the money's going. 
And then he just goes right. on this whole rant about like <laughs> he don't want to. He only does shit if the money comes to him. And he told us this whole story about ABC TV. He's like every year yeah. ABC TV tries to get <laughs> me and um, uh, what's the real famous white guitar dude? <sighs> Uh, Clapton, Eric uh, Clapton. Eric Clapton, okay. You know, they, want, <laughs> they try to get me and him to do a show together on TV every year. But he's like, oh, I always okay. say no because I don't get to own it. And I was like, that's kind of <laughs> interesting. And it so is. anyway, he's like, uh, well, let me, we're going to play some music a little bit. And they just basically just start playing different songs and shit. But I always remember, um, uh, I don't know, they started doing Billie Jean. Okay. And he starts it up, and then he's like, ah, he stops, and he's like, ah, because everybody's tripping. He's like, he said, you know, Billy Jean is a cold song. He said, <laughs> if you had the right bass player on it, that song would be banging. And then they just go into it. And I was, I had never, you know, I was tripping. I was like, damn, who would have ever thought? And they go, dude, this whole experience, I'm just like, what? The- yeah, I was you blown. Up. My head was blown, right? Uh huh. And so after maybe an hour of this, and he just started doing random songs, he's like, listen, he says, okay. You know, I got to get ready for the show. He says, listen, the seats you're sitting at right now, consider those your seats for the night. And I'm like, okay. I was like, cool, because I was literally up on that motherfucking stage. I was like, cool. So we all got to stay there. And then he said, also, um, somebody's going to come around. They're going to give you a little band, a little thing up around your neck. You guys can come with me to the to the EMP place after the show. Damn. So I was like, damn. <laughs> and, and so anyway, the show started. That show was amazing, and like I said, we were right there in the front, and it was it was amazing. And then, after, sure enough, after the show, we went to that other place. Now he didn't play, but they had food laid out and all kind of shit. Yeah, and and it, you don't need no other experience. You don't had a whole like eight hundred and one. Right, and I was like, that was the he's ultimate shit. shit right there. Yeah. We were just tripping, and that was my best. Uh, thing now i you know i did get to go to an after show um a couple years ago he he played an arena show and i my, my friend i'm gonna shout out to my friend her name is chocolate i don't you may have heard of her she's an r&b singer she's from the town mm-hmm. um so but chocolate it was so funny she she knows i'm a huge prince fan because that's what i talk right about. and we're just friends and she was like uh and she's like you gotta take me to this show because i ain't never seen him before and nigga, i know you love some prince so you gotta take mm-hmm. me to the show. I said, for sure, we're gonna go. But it was so funny. The day before the show, she says, I got a surprise for you, nigga. And I'm like, really? And she says, Yeah, my girl, um, and I'm fucking uh, Liv, I'm sorry. The, the, the Liv chick. She said, My girl Liv plays with Prince. And I'm like, You know her? Okay, and yeah. she's like, Yeah, I, I, she's she's a singer. And she's actually Liv is from Portland, Oregon, which is not, not far from here. She's like, Yeah, she's invited me. She to- lives in Seattle now though, and all her Does she? her band and everything is from seattle yeah interesting i didn't know that mm-hmm. but she's like yeah um live invited me to this they're gonna do some sort of after thing or something do you know anything about that and i'm like what Damn. <laughs> i'm I like you talking about an after party she's like yeah that's what they said is something like it's gonna be at a club <laughs> and i'm gonna sing i was like nick <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> and so i go to it's just so funny quick story so when i go to pick her up and, she, and, and the the show is kind of way out of seattle and she says, you know, um, after we come, do you mind if we pick up my friend after the show? And I'm like, I don't care. I, yeah, whatever. She's like, yeah, she wants to come too. She said, but don't trip. And I said, well, who's your friend? She says, uh, India Irie. I'm like, <laughs> what? 
<laughs> I'm like, what is she it's doing here? She's like, yeah, she's staying downtown, and me and her has been cool. So is so we go to the regular print show, and that show was okay. And okay. Uh, we come back, we drive back into town, and sure enough, we go to this club, and uh, we get in there, and thank God, like they gave her like the unregistered, you know, full access the backstage. Right. So they gave one to me too. She's like, no, you got to give one to my boy because I'm coming. So I got to not only this is my first after show got to see that but also got to meet you know all the people and stuff and actually Andy Allo was there I didn't really know okay. who she was at the time but and that was a headbuster and my friend got up there and sang with him and shit I was so tripping but oh it's not Seattle that's Portland I'm sorry I just want to make sure I can't yeah, man she was in Portland that's what I'm saying nigga I said she I was saying Seattle that's for I was her like, yeah, I show and stuff that. damn oops but yeah, so I, sorry Liv so I had some great some great concert experiences yeah um like i said you don't deserve any more stop being greedy ah. mr dean no i'm just kidding um <laughs> but yeah so this has been so wonderful thank you so much for coming on here it's been great talking about especially taking podcasting to another level for just getting some inspiration out there to people whether they're podcasting or not but especially if you are that if it's something you really enjoy doing the work that is involved to make anything more of a full-time reality mm -hmm. um that's very inspiring thank you and of course i'm my prince but yeah it's been a pleasure michael dean thank you for having me on i've had a ton uh, of fun thank you thank <laughs> you for having me on me too and I, i'm definitely gonna want to have you on again at some point because I don't plan on stopping this for a while, my damn self. <laughs> Even though I did at one point, I took a long little hiatus, months. But um, yeah, we kind of eye to eye with the whole. You know, I'd like to do it as much as I can. Hey, I you, still have a job though. You got to come on podcast juice too. We're gonna make that happen. Of course, me. please. I would love to. We're gonna make that happen. We'll do that. <laughs> so, all right. Until next time, because Michael Dean will be back, y'all. Um, yeah. Again, just real quick, Michael. It's podcastjuice.net. Yep. Yeah, just come and check us out, podcastjuice.net. You know, we're also on Stitcher and iTunes and all that stuff. But mm -hmm. please, uh, if you want to have, uh, I always like to say it's something to play when you're on your way to work or uh, mm -hmm. you're at work and the day is going long. Give us a shot. There you go. All right. And you know you can go for I Can't Help You, www.icanthelpyou.com. Real simple. All the episodes are there. Stitcher, iTunes, everything is right there. Voicemail. If you, especially if any of the Prince fans hear this and want to just talk and 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 get their comments or share stories, y'all definitely can do that about anything you heard in the episode or anything at all. It don't got to be even related. Go ahead and use the voicemail. I will play it on the show. I'll address it on the show. 917-267-7808. And also uh, leave reviews. Leave reviews with Podcast Net on Stitcher and iTunes. Reviews, you know, make a difference. It's good to hear that y'all are enjoying things and it's good to see the numbers for the for other people who haven't heard the show getting reviews is how other people will listen to podcast juice or i can't help you because they see that other people enjoy it so reviews are important in that way so if you if you feeling it in your soul and your heart please do leave some reviews all right and also my my uh action item for all y'all share this goddamn show god damn it put <laughs> yeah, it on your facebook page put it on your twitter but share it tell other people about it that's how we're gonna take over the game is we all share each other's shit so put the word out that's right that's right retweet share like and all that craziness do it for some real shit for some business shit not just about i had some good ass lunch today like retweet 
<laughs> like I enjoy listening to what these niggas had to say today. Yay, share it. Yeah. You know, and, and 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 we always return the favor. It's all about support. That's how the line keeps going and builds up. Yeah. But all right, y'all. Until next time, peace out. Have a great rest of your week. I love you. I love you. I love you. To all the new followers, all the new listeners, I love you. Peace out. Yeah. All right. Mike <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if Michael Dean be like, peace. Peace, goddamn. Right. <laughs> there you go. Enjoy your day. Peace. All right.